All right, everybody, we are back with episode 23 of I Don't Have a Name for This Yet podcast. I think it's 23. And I uh, have a special guest in here. You can go ahead and introduce yourself if you want to. Hello. I guess I will be anonymous. I'll be anonymous for right now and maybe towards the end, depending on what I disclose. I guess I will release my name. Let's disclose clothes. I'll just say. (laughs) But, um,. Yeah, let's see. It's been a while. We had had some setbacks too because oh yeah, Universal tried to take me down. That's kind of the reason why part of the reason why I haven't recorded in a while. And just to update you guys, my grandpa died last what this month. Oh. Yeah, cause my grandma died in May, and then at the end, and her funeral was at the end of May. No. Uh, then June came. Shit got crazy. I think I started back in June, and then like Ju- early July, my grandpa died on my mm-hmm. dad's side, his dad. Um, so it's been a little, little halt in production, but we're gonna, we're gonna get back on track. Um, I kind of want to like catch up and touch up on a few things that I kind of missed, but I felt like people wanted to hear my opinion on or our opinion on. Um, but I did want to talk about senseless killings because I'm kind of sick of sick of that. Like I hate it. Like mm-hmm. I don't think there's a reason for you to kind of take someone's life over something like trivial, unless it's you know unless you defending your life or something like that. I, I don't really understand. Like why do you have to kill somebody if you've robbed them or you've already done what you got what you wanted from them? Like why do you have to kill them? I feel the exact same way. Um, I do see that way too often over miscommunication or just simply over people in general that just feel like they need to prove themselves but i feel like you know if somebody didn't come to your house and they didn't steal from you and somebody's not sleeping with your husband you know and robbed you i i really don't think there's a way to justify that type of action anyway do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many other ways to go about doing things. You could do it the legal way. You could always just let God handle it and just let karma get these people. Or if you really feel a certain type of way, why don't you call the person and just hash it out after you calm down? You could. I I think talking is the best way to solve. I ain't going to say the best. Well, probably is the best, well, you know, the best way to resolve any kind of conflict. If it was up to me, but okay. So if you're in a situation, I'm gonna just be honest with you. I have road rage, okay? No man. <laughs> if, you're, if you're if you're in a situation where you feel like somebody is, you have to act really fast. You cannot always. I edited it out. Don't worry. <laughs> you you cannot always in the heat of the moment just say, "Oh my God, like why did you almost t-bone me? Oh my God, like what made you do that?" Because a person like me, I'll probably try to get out the car and do some crazy shit to you. And the last thing on my mind is talking about somebody who tried to, you know, put my life in danger. So in certain situations, talking is not always an option. Is, is it that they tried to or accidentally? Okay, I don't listen, I'm going to just tell you the other day I was going I was going 50 miles per hour straight on a street. And, you know, before someone gets into your lane, they're supposed to yield to you because they're coming into your lane. Everybody knows that. So if you're coming out of a complex and I'm already going 50, why would you pull out in front of me, causing me to abruptly slam on my brakes? There's no cars behind me. You could have waited an extra two seconds for me to pass you up and then just go behind me. But no, you want to go in front of me, causing me to slam on my brakes. I'm going to tell you what happened. I slammed on my brakes and I was very upset because I almost hit this car. (laughs) I honked. I, I stayed on my horn. I was being petty. I was like, honk, honk. 
that's how the horn sounded that's how it sounded and you know what he got so mad because i honked at him which was a, a direct reaction to what he did to me by trying to put my life in danger he stopped his truck when there was no stop light no stop sign no nothing to taunt me I tried to go around his truck. He would go swerve around to make sure I couldn't get in front of him. I thought I was on Grand Theft Auto or something. That is crazy. So then I was, at this time, I feel like I was raged. Like, I was so pissed. I was livid. I was screaming, like, obscenities, saying, get the F out the car. You know, all this stuff. And you just kept stopping in front of me. So finally, we stopped at a mutual stoplight. And wouldn't you know, he punked out. <clears throat> he punked out. He got off the freeway. He started getting on the freeway, I mean. And I said, get the fuck out the car. And he wouldn't listen to me. He just moved. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, if you're not about that life, don't be about that life. Like, don't, if, if you're not the type of person that's willing to risk your life for the actions that you commit every day, then don't put yourself in a position to be hurt. Because he almost killed me. He could have T-boned me in that exact moment. But who would have been going to prison for shooting him or fucking whoever that was up by punching them and dragging them out the truck? I would have gotten in trouble, right? Because the cops wouldn't have cared. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes people do shit and you can't talk about it. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, I think I was <laughs> in that situation. You think you said you think you were in the right in the situation? Yeah. So you felt like you would have been able to like be violent towards him and be and be fine? I feel like it would have been justified. Do I feel like I would have deserved whatever time I needed to get? Like if I went to jail, you know, I I would definitely have been okay with that. But at the same time, I wanted him to feel that you don't do shit like that. When you are driving on the road, you are putting everyone's life at danger. You know, when you drive senseless like that without thinking you are. And the thing is, if I died, that's just that. He, I mean, nothing would happen to him. That's what I'm saying. It's just okay for him to just do stupid, senseless shit like that and almost kill me. But if I defend myself from someone that almost tried to attempt to kill me, then I'm the one in the wrong. Why are you dragging people out of their car, miss? You know, it's just... So did they try to or accidentally? It. The thing is, there was no one behind me. He could have waited. He was in such a rush. I was going 50 miles per hour. He's in such a rush to cut in front of me that he didn't really realize like, dang, like I could have just waited for her. You know, maybe he just didn't care. There was no cars behind me. If I'm going 50, let me go. But now my momentum has to stop. And now I have to abruptly press on my brakes because you want to get in front of me, causing me to go from 50 to zero instantly. That's what I'm saying. You're not thinking about the things that you put people in danger when you're driving on this road. I don't know. That's a good point. People do need to be a bit more mindful, but I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend killing anybody or, you know, doing anything. <laughs> but the reason why this topic came about is because of uh I know it's late, but XXX Tentacion, he was shot while he was leaving a motorcycle store mm -hmm. like inside his car. And like some people believe it was a hit. Some people believe it was just like another robbery, but what was alarming to me was the people saying he got what he deserved like he's a 20 year old kid like like if you go like on twitter instagram facebook like a different social media site people like he got what he deserved he was this he was that like he was a uh, uh domestic violence like he beat his girlfriend and all of these different things but he's only 20 years old and the domestic violence not to, not trying to justify it or like give him an out for it but 
He was 17, 18 years old. He's still a kid. He has plenty of room left to grow and change his ways, you know? Like, he had seemingly started to, you know, change his life around. But people were like, he got what he deserved. He did this. He did that. But people do fucked up shit every day, and they wouldn't want nobody saying that about them. So, I just feel like that that's what was more alarming to me. Like, why do people feel like they can do that to people and just kind of like... I don't think you can justify a death like not not a death like that that vindictive type of mindset that i feel like this generation has you know the eye for eye or you know because this person did this we're gonna you know give them the death penalty or you know we're gonna execute this this dude street style because you know of all the he's just a lick you know it's still a human being that's still somebody's son that's still somebody's nephew that was somebody's boyfriend and at the end of the day, how many times have you made mistakes in your life and you have to learn from that? I'm not at all saying anything he's been accused of, he's free from, or I agree wholeheartedly with everything he did. All I'm saying is for people to just, I mean, it shouldn't matter. What if it was your brother? Like, like what if this person was someone that you were dating seriously and this happened and you got this phone call? Would you really sit up there with the same mouth that you use to fix yourself to say, you know what, like, well, he's getting accused of rape charges. He's getting accused of domestic violence. You, you want to know something? That's not your first thought. Your first thought is to cry your eyes out. Oh, Lord, what am I going to do? Well, put yourself in his mother's shoes. Think about what she has to do. Not everything is about you guys, your opinions. The fact of the matter is someone has to bury their child. And you have all these people with all these opinions that don't matter, that aren't putting in any money whatsoever towards the funeral right. that have to say something. And to me, it just makes no sense. I totally agree. I think I think it's just because of the age of social media. It gives too many people voices who shouldn't or normally wouldn't have voices. And that's what I don't like about it. But like people were saying like some crazy shit. And like the, his ex-girlfriend, they cared about each other, obviously. She did not wish that upon him. Like she was tore up about it. Do you not know when they when they had like a visual, mm -hmm. they they booed her and threw shit her oh shit at God. her and just chased her out of the visual no. because she didn't believe that he uh deserved that or whatever. Yeah. Like they chased her out of there. Like she was just saying, like, you guys stop. That's wrong. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it happened to me. I forgave him. We were kids. Like we're older now. They chased her ass up out of there. They were mean to her. They were mean to him. They were mean to anybody who was trying to like stand up for him and just kind of simply say what we're saying. Like he was still a kid. Like he had he had his whole life to change around. And my thing about that is is that People don't allow people to grow or learn from their mistakes. And I feel like we live in an age where they would not let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X. Like the shit Malcolm X was doing before he became Malcolm X. Like people were probably like frowned upon. Martin Luther King the same way. A lot of people like Bush, like even though weed isn't like a bad thing, but he admitted oh, yeah. to smoking oh, weed. Oh, yeah. Like, but he became the president. Trump has done a lot of dumb shit and he is now... That's that, but, but but isn't that how our justice system is? Wouldn't you agree? People are serving a 25 to life sentence for having pounds of marijuana on them. Do you really think that's justified by someone spending their life in prison because they're making mistakes because they're trying to make money? I don't know. That's, like, what, that's what I'm saying. That's that's a that's a that's a victimless crime, though. Yeah, I kind of touched on that the other day about like, I don't. Like when people do stuff that people think is wrong, because I'm kind of like my, I think right and wrong is all perspective, and like mm -hmm. you can think it's right and I can think it's wrong, and then I can, you know, vice versa. But like, who's to say who is right? 
It's we got we we have we have literally we have people out here that are going on websites looking at child pornography. You have people killing people. You have people like Trump in office, and you're worried about people with drugs. To me, I definitely feel like anybody that's serving 25 to life, I feel for them for being caught with drugs. Because to me, that's just not you're spending the rest of your life behind bars. You're spending the rest of your life behind bars. Pretty much just because somebody else said, the government said that that's not right. That's how everything is, right? Pretty much. We persecute people for things that we individually feel is wrong. And then we tie that, label that person, and now they have to be identified as this particular person by this one mistake they made for the rest of their life. That's going to hinder them potentially from growing as an individual because society has now labeled you a person that has to pay for that mistake <clears throat> that you made for the rest of your life yeah they don't no i mean this is just like the last podcast i was like the criminal justice system don't it isn't really beneficial it's good for keeping people who you know may cause others harm out but for people yeah. who, who are wrongly in prison or in there for like something crazy like something stupid for for the for them to be in there mm -hmm. like it does it just makes your life work because you have to wear that scarlet letter for the rest of your life like oh you're a felony but why am i felony? like you killed the guy who tried to break in your house and because his back was turned you're now in jail but he came in to kill y'all like you know that's it's, what it's i'm just saying dumb. it's just dumb so it's perspective but it is but we morally know that unless somebody's life is in danger they're being harmed i don't think anyone should have to pay with their life and that's where i will always stand if you don't feel like your life is in direct danger <clears throat> killing somebody else as punishment to be vindictive is never the answer ever. oh yeah hey, I, I totally just i, I totally agree uh, and then you know what else what was funny about that like I was watching something on Instagram and they said that they had caught two suspects or they caught the guys who did it and it was a guy on camera saying oh yeah y'all got the wrong guy uh, I'm still out here free they gonna take the they gonna take the rap for something that they ain't even do he was like I did it we did it um he, um, he had what he you know they were just basically saying he, he got what he deserved and he had what was coming to them they don't feel bad about him and just F him fuck him fuck his family like they were just being real disrespectful oh, yeah. but for someone to just kind of do that and not care if that was the actual guy because mm -hmm. he could be just doing it just for you know well we know how people like to get in front of the camera and get followers and get attention yeah, he had his face covered up though but I think people know who know him his you know his profile and who people in the streets know like you know they know so i think they know who it was but i don't think anyone's telling but he was just just going crazy i wish i could find a video but every time i try to find stuff i can't fucking find it i think they take it down yeah but people were just like yeah i'm with him they, he got what he deserved and i was like you can't do that like i don't think people deserve to die unless you're harming someone else then yeah like, like you can do whatever you want just don't bother me or just don't hurt anybody like if you ain't hurting nobody like i could probably care less if you're robbing banks nobody get hurt fine yeah i don't care like just don't hurt anybody like don't even hit them with the gun don't punch yeah them. don't hurt anybody in any way well well did you also read somewhere where no one has still been charged with anything related to that killing of the senseless killing of extentacion but somebody still got arrested and put in jail for recording it did you read that no i didn't know somebody got in that, that's that's, a, that's that. a fact that happened so crazy how our society is you know and and i just said this earlier today you have a generation of seekers not doers they want to they oh, want to yeah. they want to view 
you know, but they don't want to actually be on the front line. They're not willing to stand up for anything that's right. They're not willing to, you know, this is where I stand. This is where I don't. Nobody wants to be the face of that. But everybody wants to sit in the shadows and kind of watch what everyone else is doing. And we're going to judge this person who has all the courage to do what we're not doing. But at the same time, I'm going to sit up here, you know, and just watch eat popcorn and you know make my little remarks and hopefully my 5,000 Twitter followers can retweet me enough to where I'm becoming popular but you're not the one putting your life on the line oh yeah that's another thing too like I just watched how many people did not even think to check on them or even call the police and like granted the video is only a couple of seconds long like maybe 30 40 seconds we don't know what happened prior or after but like just the amount of people just taking pictures and like just watching i didn't hear one person say call but i think somebody did check to see if he was breathing or say it but like people would rather make the news instead of you know Kind of. Be, being a part of something, you know, viewing the news versus being on the news for doing something heroic. Yeah, I think people would, would rather be the one who shoot the news than to be on the news. And that's what I think people would much rather do because he, pro- who knows, he probably could have lived if if people would have re- reacted differently. He would have lived if people didn't think that killing somebody for whatever reason and hitting a lick on him was gonna solve anything yeah you robbed them you got away with some money maybe even a little bit of drugs but at the end of the day that shit is gonna come back on you you know what i'm saying like you you took a person's life a person's career you took someone's child because of something that you were trying to make a come up on why do you have to take from someone else why can't you do this what i'm saying you you know people don't want to work for themselves they they don't want to do things for themselves they just want to do the easy way out i'm gonna take the easy i'm gonna record what's happening to him take the easy way out i'm gonna rob him because it's easier to rob him than to work for a year straight and collect the same amount of money i robbed this is crazy to me yeah that's 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 really what it all boils down to like i think it's a it's a certain mentality mentality that's out there that uh that kind of is never going to go anywhere until like things change and if we get really into that, like I think we're gonna go down this wormhole, and we're gonna go be here longer than the allotted time that we have, yeah. like for us to. Yes. But we could probably touch on it again another day, because I want to have like a group discussion about some of these things mm-hmm. with people who feel far left and far right, and some of the people who are in the middle. But yeah, I don't. I think that mentality that we have in our society, from what it seems, or a lot of other minority societies, like has to change. But there's a reason why it's not changing. There's a reason why. Yes, because you know everybody's in the. This is the era. The none of my business. It's none of my business era. You know, and that's fine. That's fine for some of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Who think you're gonna keep your life? But I guarantee you, if you were put in a situation where your child's life was in danger, that none of my business shit would go out the window. Oh yeah. You 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 cannot always just be Switzerland in every situation. For people to sit up there and not advocate for the people you know if you see someone doing something wrong do something about it you're gonna record it you're gonna talk about it you're gonna reblog it you know what are you what are you doing to change the world at the end of the day what are you doing to help people you're helping yourself you work in your little nine to five job you're okay with your mediocre life why don't you do something to help somebody else today how about that that's a challenge do something to help somebody else quit watching people do stuff oh yeah yeah, people, you know, people rather watch history than be a part of it. That's that's what it is. Um, I was going to say, like, I think no snitching has to kind of get 
get done away with too. You know, growing up it was always like no snitches, stitches get snitches get stitches. I think that has to go. And I, I say like people say that now until something happens to them or somebody they love. And I'm gonna even hit hit people with some something even different. Like people say no snitches, but guess what? Like with these police brutalities, they know that those police are doing different things, but they're not snitching either. So when they stick up for each other, it's the same thing as you doing when you're sticking up for other people. It's the same thing. They got a different code though for the police. So I won't I won't touch on that because that's going to be a long conversation about the police. The thing about the no snitching, you're asking case by case for people to testify which is open court, which means anyone can walk in and see who's testifying against these people, and now your life is in danger. So I understand I that to a degree because you don't want to put your family's life at risk. You show up to a court date testifying, I know who killed ex Tentacion, and you don't think the people that actually killed them are going to know who you are because it's public, by the way. And now you, you don't think that that person's going to fear their life. So no snitching, but it has to be something like our justice system needs to change i really oh, think yeah. a lot of things need to change you know it sounds just like what i was saying like people thought i was crazy but i'm not i'm not even gonna get into that but i was saying this exact same thing but 1-800 tips still works you can say hey look this is where the guy live at <laughs> oh i want to remain anonymous now you know who, who <laughs> did it you got him you know you know there, i think there should be things in place to protect the witness or you know um, what do you call it an informant or somebody like that yeah there should be things in place to protect these type of people like even have them you know wear a bag over their head or something sit behind a glass or you know what people can't tell like like privacy glass or like mm -hmm. frosted tinted glass and then nobody knows who it is and you can kind of do it that way mm -hmm. i don't think you need to see them i think i do think a lot of things need to be changed about our that, that's system. probably why half of the people don't want to go in the courtroom and, and testify is because of that exact reason you know if someone knows who killed their cousin they're probably going to be on the street and be street about it because that's how the streets are handle things on the street of course they want to bring it to, to light and have that person go to prison but they're going to handle it first the street way you have people that didn't grow up on the streets and they want to handle it the legal way you know there's just different it's, it, it's a case by case thing and i would say the no snitching thing still stands it, it, but i will say within reason if you feel like your life is going to be in danger because you're outing somebody else don't do it don't do it. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't snitch that. on anyone. Don't. And and if you feel like you're gonna be disloyal to somebody, you know, don't do it. If it don't have nothing to do with you, and you snitching on somebody for some money or just to, you know, just get them put in jail because you jealous. Don't. Nah. Then you already got bad traits. But nah, snitching. Don't snitch. Still stand in certain cases. I I will say. I agree. You gotta do what you gotta do to protect yourself. Don't be a fool now. But like. <laughs> You know, like if you don't really, or you know, if you feel that brave, or you know, I I go for it. Like like if I saw somebody, like I remember what what okay, it's twenty eighteen, so maybe twenty sixteen, summer of twenty sixteen, Fourth of July, because it's it's been two years since it passed. I saw somebody get shot in my neighborhood, Fourth of July night, and I pulled up right as it happened. I was almost like, bow. Like when I was riding by like this that this mm -hmm. road here, I was coming in and then I pulled up I pulled in and I just kinda seen the guy walking back and forth, like and the girl was like, Oh my god, what did you do? So I'm just sitting there, I'm just trying to park. And then I was trying to get out my car with it, and then the guy started walking towards me because I saw it. Oh fuck. So the girl ran up and grabbed him and he was like, Get off me and I just kinda sat in the car just thinking like 
Because at first I thought it was the guy that lived under me, but for whatever reason, they was on the opposite end of the building. I don't know what was going on, but I know I felt I, re- I still to this day, I believe he was coming to get me, too, because I sat there and I kind of like saw it. But like I inadvertently saw it. like I just kind of put in, you know, you back in, you kind of oh come in and you back in this way. I always back in wherever I go for yeah. the most part. That's how I'm in a rush, but usually when I'm at home, I always back in, you know, because I, you know, I don't like nobody had a drop on me, and like, you know, just different things. But I always back in, and I'm always observing. But I could see him, like a good hundred feet from where I, I was. Oh. And he started walking towards me, and I know the girl came. And I think she kind of got the gun out of his hand, and then he took off fucking running. And the girl dropped the uh, the gun. She took the gun in a pink cloth and dumped threw it in a dumpster. And so I sat out there and I watched the whole thing. The police showed up. You know, they was out there. This happened like maybe 1, 12 o'clock in the morning because I was coming home from my mom's house. They didn't leave that scene until like 3 or 4 in the morning. All you see is like, I think he shot the guy like 4 or 5 times. And um, all you seen was like blood running out the van. You could still see like blood in the parking spot. And I, I, and I never parked there because I don't want to. I'm real funny about death and like ghosts and um, stuff like that. So I don't park over there. I don't even go that I way. Bet. But I remember that when the police came, I said, look, this is what I saw. Oh, man. I saw this. I saw this girl. I saw what the guy looked like. I gave him a scratch. Like, he was a tall, light-skinned kind of guy. He looked like he had those fake baby dreads everybody was trying to get. He looked like he was about my height. So he was like 6'1", or like 5'11", somewhere in between there. He was wearing dark clothing. He was really slim. And I remember the girl. Like, the girl went back in the house, and she dropped the gun into the dumpster. Y'all need to go check that dumpster. Y'all might have the murder weapon over there. I stayed out there and watched him this entire time. Nobody ever went to check the dumpster. So keep in mind it happened in July. I want to say September. Uh, September, an officer called me. So like, hey, I want to just kind of get your witness. I was like, it's two months ago. Like, why do y'all want my statement now? Like, I gave y'all my statement at night. Like, what if I don't even remember? Like, we're calling because we still haven't located the murder weapon. I'm like, didn't I tell y'all that night that the gun was in the dumpster? I heard it say, doom, when it hit the thing because it's metal. It's like four pounds of metal. Yeah. Like hitting a giant aluminum steel, whatever it is. (sighs) Doom, that's what you hear when you hit it. And so I was was like, I don't know. And they was like, well, would you be willing to come to court and testify? I was like, yeah. But basically, the girl was his girlfriend. Okay. The girl was his girlfriend. She was she was trying to deny the whole thing. They she was trying to like protect him because he fled. He fled the scene, and then she said somehow they got into it, and then they and she flipped on him, and that's how they were able to get him without the murder weapon. But basically, he killed the guy over an argument, and that was like his best friend. You see what I'm saying? And like I was like, and I said all that to say to kind of just tell you, I don't seen some shit in my life. This ain't the first time I don't seen somebody get killed in front of me. Yeah. Uh, this ain't the first time, like you know, this ain't the first rodeo for me. I don't seen a lot of shit. Like, I just don't. Same. I don't talk about exactly. Um. Until now. <laughs> yeah. Until now, because I got this podcast. Because this podcast is kind of like my diary. It's kind of like therapy for me and others. Oh my god. So I like to kind of like get on here and just tell stories that people always want to know. <laughs> from me that i just don't speak on because i'm good at keeping secrets but oh yeah i don't like to incriminate people either but in that case i would have definitely told and i did i was like i know hey the gun is over there go get the gun they did not go get it yeah but i'm story short why am I, I don't even know why i even talk oh well cool about the snitching but long story short they end up getting them and you snitched and i did snitch so yes i am a snitch if you snitch, do some snitch, shit snitch, i'm snitch. gonna tell on you if you kill somebody i'm definitely gonna tell, tell you everybody. had no reason to kill that person you rob a bank you break in somebody's house something like that i probably won't tell on you 
Um, you look like you're about to tell right now. But if I see you kill somebody, I'm definitely going to be like, hey, look, they stayed in an apartment one, two, three <laughs> over there on the hill. His tag number is XYZ123. Oh. I'm telling all the details I can. But, you know, like, long, like I always feel like as long as you're not hurting anybody, um, it's fine. As long as you're not doing it for like a senseless reason. Like, like I told them the other day, like, I would never like. Like judge somebody from shoplifting or trying to steal from somebody just to kind of feed their family. Like everybody isn't stealing just because they're stealing. Some people really need it. Like it's people that that have regular jobs every day that that need a little bit of help, a little bit of money. Like and I've been one of those persons, or one of those people, I should say, where like I've had to pay for gas with change before, or like little gold dollars, or like hey, like random acts of kindness from people. You're a so working like, class person. Yeah, and I make more money than a lot of my friends. So, like, if I have to go through that, imagine with somebody who don't have the same opportunities as me is doing and why they could be doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. So, I tend not to, you know, I was like, as long as you're not hurting anybody, that's fine. You're breaking somebody's house, you steal their jewelry. Granted, that person is getting some type of, you know, sentimental pain or emotional pain or emotional trauma, but at least no one physically died or got hurt. Like, because you never know why. Maybe people are stealing because they need it. Like, sometimes people, I don't think, I don't think people think about that. Yeah. So that's just kind of my stance on it. I prefer that you don't do it at all, but I have no, I have no, um, I don't have any, uh, no sympathy for people who kill people. I just yeah. don't. Unless yeah. your life was in danger, like if somebody came in here blaming with the hammer, like, and I shoot you, I don't feel bad at all. If you came in here trying to beat me up and I fuck you up in in exchange, I don't feel no no way about it. And if you just came in here, you know, you know, just fighting, like, I don't I don't understand it. Like, yeah. some shit has to happen. But like, long you know, as long as you're not really like hurting about it, I don't care. Exactly. As long as you don't bother me, you don't hurt about it. I could care less what you do. Same. I think that that was a good Respect thirty minutes. Respect is priceless. Oh, oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, mm. But I do want to. Um, I probably use one of his songs as my sleeper song because I think he talked about something that was really important. He talked. He had a song called Jocelyn Flores. Mm -hmm. I think it's Jocelyn Flores. Let me pull it up. Actually, I'll play a little bit here. Hopefully, I don't get taken down again because last time. Why did you get taken down? Because Universal they was hating. I played. I played a song from Nas's album. Um, mm. What was it? You know, you got to get permission for certain stuff. But see, the thing is, I know other How podcasts. How many seconds was it? It was the whole damn song. Yeah, that's why. you. There's only a certain amount of seconds you can use but without. But see, look. I play, I play songs every podcast. Yeah. Never got. It's just Universal who goes after people. None of the other record labels go after people. They went after me and talk, oh, you got to do this and that. But I heard if you talk over the song, because it's not the original song and content, it's different. So I always try to get people to talk over it. And that's why I messed up at cause Yeah. Because what happened was that podcast, it was a lightning storm. It cut out the last 30 minutes of the podcast. And like we were just talking and we didn't really realize that it was over. So I just kind of played the song because I remember what my sleeper song was. And I played it, but I didn't say anything. Uh -huh. And it was just like, it almost, you know, like on YouTube links where like people have the song and they try to put it, put a bunch of shit before it and the song come on. Yeah. I think that's what they thought it was. But this time I'm going to talk over it. But I did want to play it. But he was talking about like his, his girlfriend who uh, yeah, committed suicide. This is the first song I heard. This one kind of made me really sad. Like, cause I know what it's like to date people who are suicidal. I won't plan on talking about it, but but it's a really, really good song. But I have dated like maybe two or three girls who are suicidal. It's not easy being the person sitting there watching. That's a fetish. 
I think that's just the type of people I attract because wow. I'm a fixer. Like, I always find women who, like, just because you're a broken. healer, don't mean you have to heal everybody. I don't try to. I just, I think they attract to me. And then I naturally like them. And then I have a thing for fixing broken things. So, but I don't know. It's just really weird. But it's a really good song, though. But it's kind of like, not necessarily a tribute, because I wasn't a fan, but I do like this song. Because it made me think. But for a 20-year-old, 18, 19-year-old to be rapping like this, talking about this kind of content, like, is 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 something that kind of like made me keep an eye on him. Yeah. But I did want to talk about that. We should have kept an eye on him a long time ago when he went into depression. We should have kept an eye on him when he was disappearing and he started acting out. It's always too late and people don't look at the warning signs. We only care when people are dead. We only care when everybody else is acting like they care. But how many people right now are checking on their friend that they haven't heard from in three months that they know they were going through something? We all sit up here and we act like we care. But do you really care? Because we've seen these signs. We've seen him being depressed. We've seen him in the spotlight sinking deeper and deeper. And now one person came to his rescue. Now all these rappers and all these people want to come around acting like they was cool. It's fine. You're sociable. But don't act like you was checking in on him. Because if you were checking in on him like you were supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Half of this stuff would have never even led to what happened. I'm not saying... You know, Probably. in another way, it would have happened in, in another way. But I'm saying, you know, don't 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 go out of your way to, you know, act like, oh, you know, that way we were just the best of friends. And man, I'm going to I'm going to miss you because we did this. No, check on people before it gets to that. If you see something that doesn't look like, you know, something that your friend is used to doing or your friend is normally acting this way, then you should check on your friend. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think people check on people. Like, if they do, it's just like, to start. it's a conversation started like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. They don't really care how you're doing. Why, why, don't, why don't you ask people what they ate today? Why, yeah, I always ask hey, people what they eat. Why, why don't you ask mentally how people are feeling when you see them? Why, why don't you ask, is everybody in your family good? Let's, let's change our dialogue a little bit and, and the way we give salutations. Let's change the way we do things a little bit. And I guarantee you're going to see a big change in response from everyone in society. I think so I think it'll be like a, a a snowball effect because people are used to being treated like shit and not being cared about and like again like I said I've dated a lot of women with like suicidal or depression who battle with that and they always say I was the first person who genuinely actually cared about them and actually asked them what was going on inside their mind yeah or like you know just how they feeling like did you eat Cause I know people who don't eat they have money to eat they just won't fucking eat because of how they feel well I didn't eat today and I'm poor so Laugh out loud. Anyway, keep going. I, I get your cash up. I'm just playing. <laughs> but I do, like, if I feel like people um, need it, I'll try to give it. For instance, like, it was a lady who couldn't pay for her parking to get out of my job the other day. And I work in healthcare. Aww. I work with kids. So I sent it, you know, I wanted to give her the $5 um, to get out, but she wouldn't take it. What? Yeah. How she got out, I don't know. Very independent. People that are independent like me, it's just hard to accept things sometimes. we I feel like I would have to be in a situation close to like, okay, I'm going to be stuck here all night like I was last night with my flat tire. Somebody going to have to help me. You know, sometimes you have to realize you're in the humbling situation. You got to let people help you. Oh, yeah. I had to learn that the hard way because I'm used to telling people, no, hey, let me do this for you. Nope. Because I'm usually the one doing it for everybody else. I don't exactly. like people doing stuff for me. Exactly. So. Like, it, it's weird, but. Dang, where was I going with that point? Um, but yeah, people don't 
genuinely check up on their friends. Everybody's like, oh, that's my homie. He was a good person when they die and this and this. But you haven't talked to this person in five years. Not saying that I, that changes your dynamic dynamic of your friendship or your relationship I, with that person. But don't, you know, don't try wait. to come send the roses and flowers now when you shouldn't oh, be yeah. doing it the whole time. See, my, my thing is, you know, how often do we say it's not my business i don't i don't know him that's that's just somebody i work with there's a situation where there was a guy at my job and he just disappeared one day i mean i'm talking about he didn't pick up his last two paychecks i'm searching everywhere i'm searching the jail i'm searching the newspaper i'm trying to get his girlfriend's number his mom's number and everybody i work with is kind of like you know what why do you even care like we don't even know him you work with him three days i said because check this out how long is it going to take somebody to realize something's off someone has a pattern everybody has a pattern we have a different pattern how long would it take anybody in your family to realize you were dead how often do your friends call you and check on you if if you miss their call and that's not like you they'll more likely think they just don't want to talk let's let three weeks go by you still ain't showed up to work. Your job will just fire you. They're not going to call and check to see if you're okay. Let's let's get to the real nitty gritty. People <laughs> do not delve deep enough into caring about the existence of other people. If, if something happened to me right now, do you think anybody would sit up there and say, you know what, like Nita just don't want to talk. I would probably be rotting in an apartment for close to a month and my landlord, because I wouldn't be alive to pay my rent, might be the first person to be like, okay, something's off. Nobody is ever going to care that much and we got to change that. We got to change how we, we got to look at people's behavior and say, you know what? It's not my job to care, but what if this person doesn't have anyone in their life to care? I need to be that person. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I feel like, because I don't really, like my family is really close. Like, it's been times when my brother was living with me that, like, we wouldn't know if we was each other in the house or not. Like, I'm like, you ain't gonna check on your brother? Like, no. <laughs> I'm like that, though. Like, I don't mean to be, but I'm very fine being alone. And so, like, for me not to pick up the phone when you call, that's normal. But if for me, like, for months, like, this, like I haven't seen my yeah. mom since. When last time I seen my mom? Let me see. Oh, my God. Maybe June-ish. Okay. No, actually, I sent my mama um, at the wake for my grandpa. But before that, I can't remember. But I want to say like June, May. But like, I'm not the type of person that call her every day or text her. Like, she'll say, "You all right? You alive?" And like, I'll text her back. Yeah, but she know I'm how, not calling. How about if you make a phone call to somebody? Why don't you go on their social media if they ignore your call? See when the last time they posted something. See what the context of it is. See if they posted a story. A story lasts 24 hours. That tells you they're alive. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, as long as they're okay, give them their space. But if you can't see anything or you've seen depressing things or suicidal things being posted and they ignored your call, you need to check. And oh, that's yeah, all I'm definitely. saying. Go the extra mile to check on people. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take that sometimes. I think it would be hard for people to know if I was alive, though, because I'll go ghost some like, social media for like a while and just live in my text messages and just be really be in my room like I'm fine. But but like you say, everybody does have a pattern. So like that's completely that's your normal pattern. for me. Yes, exactly. But for somebody who's always doing something you ain't seen, I'm like, man, something ain't right. What's going on? I think people should be more conscious and aware of like their friends. That's how you know who your friends are. People who notice your patterns. That's me. Who know fully. you. Fully fully 
definitely. Like, you ain't been needing. What's going on? Yeah, like, because if, if you started ignoring my phone calls and my text messages, all I'm going to do is call your brother and be like, let's pop up at the apartment to see if his car, if your car here, I say, open up, the, open up the apartment. If you ain't here, I'll walk right out. I'll kiss you on the cheek. I'll leave. That's it. We ain't got to say nothing. I just want to make sure you're good. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't think people do stuff like that. You have to. I would want someone to do it to me. That's why I do it to other people. That's, that's, that I literally, you have to live and walk this earth and treat people exactly how you want to be treated. I know people are so sick of hearing that, but I act towards other people how I want people to act towards me. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's 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 the best way to do it. And I think when you do that, it's reciprocated. People, you have a natural tendency to, to kind of like, oh, let me give that back. You did this to me that one time. And it, be, it becomes habit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you pay for my food, and I'm going to pay for your food. Remember that one time you paid for my I got you. You know, it's that kind of thing. And, like, I have friends like that like that now. Like, if I go to, like, and I haven't always been this way, I think it, but I don't always do it. Like, if I go get something, I'll bring something back for everybody. Or, mm-hmm. you know, or they're like, well, I bought you this. And I'm like, okay. And they just kind of make you just kind of reciprocate and want to be able to do the same thing to them. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy. But have you ever dated anybody that was suicidal? No, I've never dated someone suicidal. I'm going to tell you, this shit is tough. It is not fucking fun. Like, I think the last... They would go back in the friend zone, and we would try to help that person as much as possible. But dating somebody when you don't even have yourself together, and you're not in a mental state to even take care of yourself and be okay with who you are as an individual, there is no relationship. Because you are an individual before you are in a relationship. It takes two individuals that combine and love each other to be in a relationship. And if you're not an individual, then we can't be in a relationship. So so you would just be like, look, you're suicidal. I can't date you. We're going to help you. But we're not. There's no relationship. You don't love yourself enough to see the value in who you are in your life. We got to fix it to where you can see that again. And I'll be here with you every step of the way. But somebody that's broken like you, I, I can't be with you because you don't even love yourself. So how can I love you? What if you find out later on in life? Because I always find out later on when some shit happens mm-hmm. and then I'm stuck the one trying to like hold it together. And like people don't even know this happened to me. That's why I'm kind of glad I had this podcast. I can kind of like give people a little bit more information about me. Better hope none of your ex-girlfriends hear this. Like, damn. What's that? He, you better hope none of your ex-girlfriends hear this. Like, damn, he telling everybody I was trying to kill myself. I was just telling him that so he wouldn't leave me. <laughs> well, you know what? I, well, I'm going to tell you another story another day. But I think, I think at least two of them listen. Yes. Or at least I know one for sure. Listens. Oh my god! Um, two might listen because I have this random California listener who will not reply. If you live in Mountain View, California, please write in. You know how to find us, and if not, I'll include the links and the way You'll to get us. You'll probably throw in a free T-shirt and even like, get you ain't get no a T-shirt. Twenty-five dollar <laughs> gift card to probably go to In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> you are so cheap. I am so done. <laughs> but I do want to know who that person is, though. But but I think they may be listening, or like they they know I do this. But I try not to say names. I uh-huh. give I give dates sometimes, but I won't give. And I don't know who you are either. I don't I don't care enough, you know, to ask so many questions. So don't worry, your identity's safe. Oh yeah, I try not. I try to be uh keep everyone's anonymity. Uh, confidential yeah. but uh it's, it's not it's not great and i didn't know she was that way until after things had progressed for like about a year in like oh, when the man. first major thing happened and that's when i found out like i remember like when stuff would happen like i would be the only one who can kind of like talk her out of or keep her from doing or motivate her to do yeah and like it's kind of like well they'll be like hey 
X, Y, and Z. Well, they'll say my name. They'll text me. Have you heard from such and such? And I was like, I, I've, I've been talking to her all day. But well, she want to talk to our calls. Is she okay? I think she's okay. I think, you know, it's tough to kind of be that liaison between someone's aunt, dad, brother, and you're the, you're just a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? So, or like sometimes I wouldn't hear from her. And then like I'll text her after like making like four or five texts or whatever. And then she'll pop up. She'll like, I'm okay. I just... I just did X, Y, and Z or whatever. Like, I remember one time something happened between us and shit. I think she took a bunch of fucking pills, man. That shit was crazy. I remember I was just walking around my room. This was at my old apartment. I was just walking around my room back and forth, back and forth. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, this is my fault. Like, it wasn't like I did anything to, like, I think she just got pissed. Like, you know how people just fucking argue about something like and then it was kind of a long it had turned into a long distance relationship yeah it's kind of crazy like, so this is the girl in mountain view huh this is the girl in mountain view well she's actually from san diego that's south so yes two hours outside of la so yeah and she recently well the last time i talked to her she told me she was moving to la so it could be and they are a faithful listener so i'm like i don't know it could be her but i'm not quite sure and i don't talk to her i haven't reached out to this her this is some crazy stuff well you better be. watch what you say because you don't know what type of a mental state she's in mm, true but i do feel like this story needs to be told because it's like a three-year gap in my life that's kind of like people wonder about like from 2013 till about 2016 like that's like a gap where people like they knew they knew of her, but they had never met her. You were keeping people's secrets. She wasn't really a secret. Like they were the Krabby Patty recipe. How dare you? No, nah, she wasn't really a secret. It's just like some shit happened to where she kind of had to go off the grid. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just kind of how we lived. Like we just kind of like, and I'm kind of that way too. Like I don't really like if I'm telling the story, I won't say people names. Like I don't tell people like this is my brother, this is my sister. You just have to figure it out because if someone's trying to get to me through them, I don't want to give you make it easy for yeah, you. Yeah. Cause they're because they're more out there than I am. Like I'm very like subtle and discreet. And if I post something, I'm I'm no longer there. You doing crimes to where people are gonna be trying to come after your family? No, it's just you know some people are jealous. That's true. And my, I think one of my biggest fears is somebody I know killing me. Somebody from high school or college mm -hmm. killing me, like just because they don't remember my face or like I'm just wrong place, wrong time. Mm -hmm. What you gotta go? Eh, yeah, in a little bit, like two minutes. Okay, I'll give you two minutes. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of my biggest fears. So I try to keep like I start I start to stay like real low. Like I don't hang around none of my old friends. Mm -hmm. I don't hang around in that area. I don't even go to the area unless I have to because I feel like this will be my... I don't want to be a, a statistic. This will be, you know, this will be my fucking unlucky day. I'm in my old stomping grounds Some yeah. shit happens. So I just kind of stay far away from it. I kind of stay downtownish area. Maybe the area I'm in now. Like far away from other people. <laughs> like I don't go because I know they're not going. Yeah. But it's just really weird. But yeah, like... She, yeah, we just kind of had to like move like we was off the grid for a while. But like, it's a three year gap that I don't necessarily like talking about. Mm -hmm. But people always wonder what was going on. Like, I remember the other day I was thinking about, I was looking at some old pictures and I was looking at when I was in Philly, like in 2014, 15, maybe. It might have been, it was 15. 2015, I went to Philly. The whole Philly trip was a blur because the whole trip we argued. 
through text. So like I barely remember, and I have a great memory, but I, all I can remember is the argument through text before I left and while I was there. Toxic. It kind of was. It kind of got kind of no, bad. No, it was. It kind of got bad. The whole thing sounds toxic. It wasn't like it, it was like for like for like mentally, yeah. But there, like, there's always gonna be good points in your relationship. Not everything's gonna be hundred percent. You would have dipped if it was a hundred percent toxic. Oh yeah, definitely. But you gotta realize when something's not serving you anymore, you gotta just deuces, throw in the towel. That might have been the hard part, but there was also the fear of like if I ever did dip, some shit was gonna happen. You can't be putting stuff on yourself because you're not responsible. You help people as much as you can help, and you ask God to do the rest. That's not on you. You didn't give birth to anyone. That's not your child. I understand, but you you can't. You did a lot for that person. And if they still can't see the value in themselves from someone else that they're with loving them and helping, you can't love somebody to love themselves. You can't love someone into loving who they are. If she didn't see the value in dating you, you know, and, and you trying to show her to love herself enough to be alive for people that love her and care about her, then she didn't care about herself to begin with. And you can't sleep with that burden at night. Because that's, that's sleeping with other people's energy on you. And you can't do that. You have a whole life to live and you have people you need to be strong for. Don't ever hold yourself back and blame yourself if someone decides to do something to themselves. And, and listen, this is coming from a woman who has emotions and I'm a very emotional person. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I completely am there. I, I have depression and anxiety as well. But if I'm putting somebody in a situation that has a family and you know I know that I am being toxic to them, I can no longer ask that person to be a part of my life. I will allow them to help me, but I won't be in a relationship with them and I'm not gonna bring them down while they're on a trip. That's toxic, that's crazy to me. There's, there's too many great things in this world that you could be doing to uplift yourself and other people and bringing people down is just not the way to go. It's not, and like, I think the, the reason why she was mad because she didn't know I was going on the trip. And I decided oh last minute I was going to go. And so that's kind of what we was arguing about. But um, it's, it's easier said when you're like older. Like now I can tell myself that. But when you're like 24, 25, 26, like it's a lot harder to to, to just walk away from that. And I think even if I would call like, if I break up and then she take a bunch of pills because I told her X, Y, and Z, I'm going to feel bad. No matter what people tell me, I'm going to be like, dang, like if I didn't say this, she'd still be alive. Yeah, well, I don't know why you would feel like that because you did everything in your power to help. If you were one of those people that were spectators and didn't want to get involved, that's different, but you definitely helped her. If and I, w- I wouldn't feel like I did everything because I could have not said that and she still be alive. So I would think I would have done like 95% of everything I could have. That's in my mind how it works. That's how I would have felt. You helping people with your podcast. You, you help babysit your nephew. I'm sure you help your mom when she needs help. I don't understand why you would accuse yourself if you did everything humanly possible to help a person. And if someone is so easily bent on a few words and they want to off themselves, you can't burden yourself. Because once that person's gone, who still has to eat, sleep, and shit every day? The person that's dead are you. So you got to take care of yourself. If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else because you're not going to be here to take care of anyone else. So don't don't think like that ever. I don't necessarily think like that anymore, mm-hmm. but I still would feel some type of co- um, ownership for that. Mm-hmm. Like just because like if I told you, like if I let you walk out of here drinking and driving and I know you've been drinking, that's the same way I would feel if I would have did that. And I, I apply that type of logic to everything. 
Yeah. Because like, if I'm going to tell you, no, because I, I know I could physically say, hey, look, your ass ain't going nowhere. But if I know you've been doing like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Just go ahead and go. You can do it. I think if, if I would have done more to keep you in the house, then yeah. All right, but guys, we got to wrap because uh, the guest has to go. I think it was a good 51 minutes and 26, 7, 27, 28, 29, 30 seconds. You're um, crazy. But yeah, um, so we are going to talk to you guys next time. And as usual, um, like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever you got to do. Write in on the email. It's, um, what is it? I don't have a name for this yet. Podcast at yahoo.com, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at I-D-H-A-N-F-T-Y podcast. On Twitter, you can write me on Twitter, DM me, whatever you want to do. Keep it anonymous if you want to. Um, and that's it. So yeah. remember, share it. Sharing is caring. Once you share it, it goes out to the world. And now your audience is now my audience. So I really do appreciate that. Yes. Um, do you got a song of the week that you want to tell people about? Song that I'm listening to right now. That you really, really feeling. Uh... I have weird taste in music. I would prefer if you choose all this. Well, I have my song, hmm. but you can always pick your song too. Well, I really like that Miguel and J Cole song. Come through, come through and, and chill. chill. That is a good song. That was my that was my song of the week on here a, a few months back. Yeah, I like that song. But other than that, I tend to listen to music with no lyrics. If you have a chance to go on Pandora, go to Fat John Radio, Fat, F-A-T-J-O-N. It is some of the best music you can think to. And I literally love listening to that. And I love listening to Tiesta and Armin Van Buren, which is house techno music, anything without lyrics. Or if I want to listen to some rap music, uh, Flatbush Zombies is always pretty good. They just come out with another album. So, yes. Interesting. I think my song is going to be, it's, it's, been, it's supposed to be my sleeper song for a while, but I really, really love this song. It's called Broke Plus Minus by J-Rock off his uh, newest CD, Redemption. Well, newest album. Who says CDs? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my song but go ahead and dip i might play a little clip of this for the for the uh people hopefully i don't get taken down again hopefully <laughs> I'm gonna not. Try not to hopefully hopefully i won't i don't think i will but yeah i hope that i won't and i would tell you guys who i am but i just i maybe in the next show if you can recognize my voice i'll probably say it in the next one so oh yeah you'll uh definitely definitely be back because i want to have like a, a women podcast i'm gonna talk about some some shit let's talk about relationships oh yeah oh definitely sex and relationships it's always sex and relationships is. and stuff that everybody likes to talk about so. it's always spicy <laughs> but all right toodles all right guys uh kind of had to punch in guess had to leave but i did want to play a small clip because i'm not sure how much I can or cannot do, but I feel like TD is pretty cool about music and their fans, but I did want to play a small clip from that. I'm going to try to do my best not to get taken down, How whatever I got to do. I'm going to figure this shit out somehow, but um, here's a clip from J-Rock. Play. Play, goddammit. But, um... I don't know why I like this song so much. I, I love pianos, by the way. But, um... It's a really, really good song. I think he might have my favorite album out right now. But just listen to it. It's a lot of uh, pain and passion in there. And a lot of skill and art, too. 
Can I do my shiznit? Can I be specific? Can I chase this grip without looking too big for my bridges? And if you're not familiar with TDE, uh, that's who Kendrick, Schoolboy, Absol, Top Dog, that's who, that's who that is. Black Hippie, all of that. And they're out of California, well most of them will. Somewhere in California, from the LA area. Most of them. Until I reach my point of satisfaction Not giving a crap what happens I'm just part of a winning family Call me Marlon Jackson but Anyway, enjoy the rest of your day guys Peace and love to everybody